Hi there, you are listening to the Pet Sitting Talk podcast. I am Eddie Santos, and in today's episode, we will talk about five different ways to optimize your pet sitting website so that you can start ranking on Google. Okay, so on my last episode, we talked about how I had published a fantastic website when I began my pet sitting business. My mistake, though, was not optimizing my website right from the beginning. I don't want you to make the same mistake, so we're going to go over five different things you can do right away to start optimizing your website. Now, these five techniques you will learn today are a starting point. That means a lot of other things go into search engine optimization, but these here are going to get you on the right track. I also find that a lot of pet sitting business owners don't even bother to implement these techniques to begin with. And, well, that's totally understandable. You're a pet sitting business owner, not an SEO tech wizard. So unless this is something you learned beforehand, you're probably not going to know a whole lot about this. So let's go over these five techniques and then afterwards you can apply them to your website. I guarantee you'll be one step ahead of everyone else if you just learn and implement these five strategies. Okay, so the first thing you want to do is you want to make sure that the domain name you have is actually yours. And the domain name is just the name of your website. So if an address to a website were ilikefrenchfries.com, the domain name would be ilikefrenchfries.com. Is that a real website? I don't know. I just (laughs) made it up right now. Anyway, when you sign up for a website through a website builder, oftentimes they will offer you a free domain for using their platform. And you might think, oh, that's great. But here's the catch. If you're using a free domain from a website builder, it's going to be that more difficult or even flat out impossible to do any SEO work for that website. The reason is simple. That website is not truly yours. It belongs to whoever issued it to you and you don't really have any control over it. Okay, so here's an example. My pet sitting domain name is tobyspetcare.com. If I had decided to go with a free domain that a website builder such as Wix offered me, my domain name might sound like this, tobyspetcare.wixsite.com. Do you see how the domain name isn't just your business name, but it's also branded with Wix? And here's another example. Let's say I chose the free domain option with Weebly, which is another website builder. My domain name would sound like this, tobyspetcare.weebly.com. When you get a free domain name given to you by website platforms, it is hard to customize them or really do anything because they're very limited in what you can do with them, SEO work included. And hey, well, they're free, so that's kind of what you get. Not to mention these domains just don't sound professional at all. They're great if you're writing as a hobby or just creating a website for fun, but if you're running a business, you want to make sure you actually own your domain name. All of these platforms also have a premium option that gives you ownership of the domain name. So be sure to go for that to get the most out of any SEO work you're going to do. So free isn't better here. Make sure you have a proper domain name and not a free one. The second technique you want to do is make sure that your website is mobile responsive. That means it's optimized to fit any screen, whether it's a laptop or your smartphone. A quick way to check if you have a responsive site is to load up your website on your smartphone And if you find that you have to pinch and zoom in to read the tiny text, then your website is likely not mobile responsive. To be 100% sure, Google offers a tool called the Mobile Friendly Test. It's a cool little tool where you basically enter your website URL and it'll let you know whether your website is mobile responsive or not. 
I'll provide you with the link here in the accompanying blog post, so be sure to check it out if you're unsure about your website. Nowadays, if you just launched your website, it will likely be mobile responsive right out of the box. If you've had a website for several years and you've never updated it, then you might have to do so to get it up to speed with what Google prefers. And more people are now searching the web through their smartphones, so this is a crucial step to take into consideration. All right, so strategy number three is to have an SSL certificate installed on your website. Let's start off with what an SSL is, why it is essential, and how to go about getting one. An SSL is a certificate on your website that lets you use the HTTPS on your website's address bar. The S at the end of HTTP stands for secure, and SSL basically offers encryption to your website between the person using your site and the browser. Encryption is important because you want anything you submit online to be protected, right? When you're shopping online, for example, you're entering your name and your credit card information, so you want the information you submit to be encrypted and not be readable by hackers. And an SSL certificate gives your website visitors a secure path to submit that information. Now, I'm sure you're asking yourself, okay, well, I'm not going to be selling anything on my website. It's a pet sitting website where I'll showcase my services and then they can book and pay using an app or something else outside of my website. So maybe you're thinking you don't even need an SSL certificate. Well, that's exactly what I thought too. And here's my experience. Several years ago, when Google first started getting stricter on SSLs, I kind of looked at this and said, eh, I don't think it's that important. I'm not selling anything. I take credit card payments via time to pet my pet sitting software, and they are fully encrypted. So this isn't something I really need to worry about. So I didn't. Then I got an email from a prospective client, and in this email she said, Hi, I found your website online, and I tried to submit a request for a meet and greet, but it said your website was not secure, so I opted not to. I would like to book your pet sitting service, and here's my contact information. So this client found me online, and she wanted to submit her information via the contact form on my website. But when she went to type her information, she must have gotten a little notification that more or less warned her about doing so because Google didn't see my website as secure. And that's what happens now if your website does not carry an SSL certificate. Take a look at the top left corner of any website the next time you're online, and websites with an SSL will display a little padlock next to the address bar, and if you click on it, it'll say this website is secure, or the connection is secure, or something along those lines. If the website does not carry an SSL, it'll list the address as HTTP instead of HTTPS, clearly missing the S that stands for secure. And it'll have a warning sign next to the padlock and say something along the lines of website not secure. Can you see how this is a crucial step? So even though we may not accept credit cards directly via our website, we are collecting other information from clients such as their names and their addresses. So think about it. If you were submitting your name and home address through a contact form somewhere, wouldn't you want this information to be encrypted? I know I would. And Google will now penalize you if you don't have an SSL certificate, which will also hurt your SEO score. Not to mention it'll make potential clients wary of your website. So of course, as soon as I got this email, I jumped onto my hosting dashboard and I paid to have an SSL certificate on my website. That was many years ago though. Now that it's becoming a standard, most hosting providers or website builders will basically just give you one for free. Just make sure it's activated on your site. 
To quickly check if you have one, just load up your website and check the top left corner. Does the URL start with HTTPS? Does it say you have a secure connection? To be sure, check with your hosting provider and see if you have one installed on your website. Oh, and before we wrap this one up, I just want to mention that most clients won't take the time to email you if they find themselves in this situation. If there's a prospective client looking for a sitter and she lands on a website and then gets this notification that the website is not secure, that might just make her leave. It's not a good first impression. So don't make the same mistake, okay? It's a very easy one to implement and it's a very important one. The fourth strategy you want to implement is reducing the size of the photos you upload to your website. This is something that a lot of people don't do. The reason it's important is because Google likes websites that are fast. And what makes a website super slow? Having large photos all over your website. It's great to have photos on your website, but just be mindful of the size because really large files will slow it down. I'll include some links here in the accompanying blog post on where you can go to optimize your photos for your website. My favorite one and the one I personally use is ShortPixel. This one's a plugin for those of you who use WordPress and I really like it because once you've installed the plugin, it automatically resizes every photo that you upload to your website. Before ShortPixel, I was pretty much just manually resizing each photo that I uploaded and I mean it works, but ShortPixel just makes it a lot easier. It doesn't really matter which tool you use to resize your photos, just as long as you do resize them. One thing I notice a lot of pet sitters do is they'll take these amazing photos with their latest iPhone and phones nowadays produce these really high quality photos, which don't get me wrong is great, but there's just no reason to be uploading a super high definition photo of a cat to your website. It'll just slow down your site. So get that same photo, resize it, and then upload it to your website. Finally, the fifth strategy you want to implement is to have a multi-page website. You'll want something beefy with a lot of structured content, so a one-page website in terms of search engine optimization won't help you very much. I know it sounds tempting to just put together a one-page website with all of your information, but if you want to get the most out of SEO, you'll want a website with a homepage, an about page, a services page, and a contact page. These four pages are the minimum, and as your business grows, you'll find you might add other pages as well. Another good one to have is a testimonials page where you can publish positive feedback from current or past clients. Alright, so we covered quite a bit in this episode, so let's do a quick recap before we call it a day. Here we go. To start off on the right foot, you will want to ensure that you're not using a free domain name. Free websites are not the way to go here. Then you're going to want to make sure that the website you have is mobile responsive. That means it's optimized to fit any screen your website is viewed in. You'll also want to ensure you have an SSL certificate installed. Think back to my story about the client who didn't want to submit her information via my website. This one's very important. Be sure to have your photos resized before uploading them so they don't slow down your website. Finally, be sure to have the following pages on your website as the bare minimum, a homepage, an about page, a services page, and a contact page. Now the only thing you have to do is go implement these strategies. Have at it, and if you feel like you want an even more in-depth guide, I do have a premium program called How to Skyrocket Your Pet Sitting Website to the First Page of Google, a step-by-step SEO guide for pet sitters and dog walkers. This is more of a hold-you-by-the-hand type of program where I show you everything you need to do to rank your website. There's a lot that goes into ranking a website, but 
I break it down for you into small, actionable, bite-sized steps so you can quickly rank your website and not spend endless hours, weeks, or even months doing it. So if you want to finally check this off your to-do list, I'm here to help. That's it for today. Check out the accompanying blog post for all of the links with everything I mentioned today, and I will see you on the next one. Take care. Bye.